he starts doing like fake chest compressions and ever with every pulse i let out a giant fart i was like this is the end this is the end Welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I am Alex. And I am John. And we are your hosts. Welcome back from Virginia. Oh yeah, we are. We are in Virginia. Another state. We're just moving around. I like can't even keep up. I don't even know like what day it is. We're at the peak of our moving situation. At the peak. So yeah. let's, you know, let's just dive right into it. Let's okay, go. well, so by the time this episode comes out, we will have clothes on our house. So... That's right, because we close on Monday. Yeah, so we closed on our house yesterday. Hell yeah. So that's like my high, is the anticipation of that. <laughs> this is like back to the future. It was very confusing for a second. So you're like prepping for like how excited well, you Well, we are. did our walkthrough yesterday. You're pre-excited. Yeah, and I am excited. We did our walkthrough yesterday. Um, and just like looking at a blank canvas is really exciting for a house. What's your high? I was going to say like... I <laughs> blank canvas for you i'm like whatever do whatever you want i don't care it's like inside the house yeah you you say that but then yesterday i showed you a, t- a table that i wanted to order and you're like nah. and well like, then- i don't want to spend all of our money immediately on stuff. no i'm just talking about like the style of the table i'm excited to go to like estate fairs and get random stuff estate fairs you estate sales whatever <laughs> what did i say estate fairs oh god like state fairs yeah <laughs> <laughs> I want a table and I also want a fry turkey leg, please. Yeah. Um, okay, well, my high is that we only have one more move left. One more big move. What do you mean? Like, you know, we have had to um, pack our shit, unpack our shit so many times now between Outer Banks. This isn't it. North I'm letting you know that this isn't it. Well, for a while. For one like more, a year. One more big move to go into our new place and then we're good for a while. Well, and then we just live out of suitcases for the next That's year and fine. a half. As long as I don't have to pack the car to the brim again and have the tire <laughs> and watch the tire pressure. Or see Kobe. Kobe gets just so a depressed. little, he only gets a little seat because he takes up a lot of real estate in the car. So I was like, you know, we can't let him take up the entire back seat. He only gets like that one chair. It's plenty of room for him. It, yeah, he, I know. If, he, but... if you could lay down comfortably, you're fine. Yeah, I just feel bad. He doesn't have that much room. So what's your low? Uh, My low is that we're not going to be able to enjoy our new home. <laughs> yeah. That's our low. As soon as we close, we're out again. Yeah, it's true. But that's the life that we that's the life that we live on the road again. I know. So it's just like as soon as we close, we're out. We have to go back to North Carolina, film stuff. Then we go to New York. I mean, when are we back in our house? December. Yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> December. So I'm ordering all this furniture to not enjoy it or use it <laughs> exactly my dad can enjoy it yeah that's fine all right what's your low um my low is just besides like the anxiety of moving into a new house and being unorganized uh my actual low is i successfully poked john's booty hole when he oh was oh <laughs> my god that's right and it wasn't what i expected it to be i instantly what did regretted you expect it. it to be i just i don't know i thought it would be like fun or funny it's, and then it was not fun for me john was just um uncomfortable vulnerable he was in a vulnerable state so i was like this is my time to attack and it was like as soon as my finger made it through <laughs> <laughs> i was like turn around go go back it's you've made late. a mistake it's too late at that point it was like a suction yeah. cup <laughs> 
it was more like fighting through a jungle first. <laughs> Somebody called it a, a tarantula hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing called a bee hole. Anyway, tarantula I, hole. I instantly regretted that decision, and I now. I lived, I learned, and I will never do that again. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for understanding that I don't enjoy that. <laughs> Al, before we jump into today's topic, who is our partner? Our partner is Liquid IV. They are a powdered drink solution that delivers more hydration to your bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. So one Liquid IV can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water, which is ideal for the weekends when you need to hydrate. Or people who don't like to drink water. Oh, that's true too. So use code give it to me straight for 25% off and free shipping. It really is delicious. I love Liquid IV. So stay hydrated out there, people. All right, Al. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about being too judgmental of a person. So are you too judgmental? This is so awkward. Alex goes, you have to make sure you're making eye contact with me at all times. Well, because I feel like sometimes you get a little bit distracted and then our conversation just like dies because I'm like, hi, hello. I'm just overwhelmed with all the knowledge that I have about this topic. Or all the coffee that's in running through I your veins. I am cranked up. I'm standing up right now. I'm yeah. like dialed in. I kind of like this though. Keeps um, us engaged. All right, go. What are some personality traits that someone who is overly judgmental has? It's me in a nutshell, pretty much. <laughs> No, just you're, you're quick to judge. You're quick to judge somebody. You're basing someone off of an action that they do, I think. Yeah. Well, I will start out off by saying that being judgmental is human nature. And like you do have to be a little bit judgy just for survival. So like, you know, the reason why you're judgmental is so that you can make good and clear decisions on things in life and avoid dangerous situations. Like, Are you saying that's how we evolved as a, as a people? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Like, should I walk through this dark alleyway at night or should I take the well-lit path? Like, that is a judgment call. But being judgmental overly of, like, someone or other people, that's, like, what we're talking about today is, like, the toxic mindset about being too judgmental. Um. Yeah. And like ruining your overall, overall like health and wellness. Yeah. Just being like a pessimistic person, you know, and I think it's unhealthy personality trait to have. So like what, again, like what are some things that you think that an, a super judgy person has? I mean, like I was saying, like first time meeting somebody and you're doing something that I think is wrong or against my moral compass, I'm going to judge you and be like, well, you're not a good person. Like taking 10 shots at the bar and getting loaded. Exactly. Like what's going on with this person? <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, but then I'm, I'm, I'm categorizing them right there. Right. So it's just like off the first time I meet this person I'm having, a, and then you're having a hard time being able to differentiate between one action and then who that person actually is without thinking like maybe they had a really tough day or maybe they're celebrating, uh, <laughs> Just not considering anything going on in their life. Like, yeah. oh, fuck you. You're just like, whatever you just did in front of me, that's how I'm basing the rest of. This is who this person <laughs> is. Yeah. Well, people, I think, like, can even judge us off this podcast. Like, just, you know, the way that we like, bicker and know? banter. Yeah. I mean, we don't know any. We tell people we're not experts, but, you know, we're here to give it to you straight. And I'm we're, a wiki expert. We're just here for your entertainment. But people seriously might be like, oh, the way that they banter is not a healthy way of marriage or and then i'm gonna be like well what the fuck do you know <laughs> well exactly exactly <laughs> yeah i mean you know where people are the most judgy though the internet like <laughs> tiktok or instagram Anything. just automatically assuming yeah just like they know you comments like i just feel like people have a um 
the screen that they could hide behind and just think that because they have the safety. What do they, they call them? Keyboard warriors. But just trolls on the internet, just thinking that they know everything and that they're free to judge other people. I think the reason why people are overly judgmental is because they don't understand others or they don't like that people are different from them or have different views than them or makes them uncomfortable yeah yeah. and so like they are afraid not necessarily afraid but they just don't like the unknown and they're processing it in a way that they can understand which then categorizes that individual Mm -hmm. like in their view right someone has a different view than you or they grew up differently than you so like you automatically are judging them on a certain thing because you think one thing is right or one thing is wrong it's just it's just showing that you have a pessimistic mindset. Like you're not you're just looking at the negative. Right. Glass half empty. You gotta you really gotta take a step back and be like, is this really important? <laughs> yeah. Again, we're all little specks on a floating rock. Then you're just going around and you're just, you know, telling people, you know, what they're doing wrong and like how they what they need to do to fix something or themselves. Or just I think you also have to take a step back and think like, why why do I care? about what this person is doing. Why is it affecting you? Is it affecting you? I think though it could be a reflection of like your own insecurities. Like I know that when I am judging someone, like because we all do it and it's not, again, like it's not a healthy thing to do. But if I recognize that I'm judging someone, sometimes I'll take a step back and be like, is this because like I'm insecure about what they're doing? Like for instance, if someone is like lazy at work or doesn't have the drive to wake up early or like work out or something. And I'm just like, wow, like what a lazy person or like, how could you not want the best for yourself? And it's like the perfectionist in me. And I, I realize that like, that is my own insecurity speaking of like me being afraid of like being a failure and like not necessarily saying that this person is a failure, but like it's me and myself. I think like you understanding that is also a step in the right direction. Like a lot of people will be like, well, no, I know my truth. I know that the reason why I'm being judgmental or criticizing is because they're wrong. Yeah, I'm right. I know that they're wrong and I'm right. When it's like, there's so many different views and outlooks. Like you don't really know. Mm -hmm. And like, it's just about being understanding of where someone else is coming from. So also like, you know, everyone has so many different traits. Layers. Layers. Like an onion. Like an onion. <laughs> you have so many, you could you could be an astrophysicist, an astronaut, all this stuff. And a judgmental person would literally just narrow you down to one trait, minimizing everything else that you do or have accomplished. Like an example would be like a drug addict or someone, like someone who is struggling with addiction and you're not, you are hyper-focused on that part of their life without recognizing that like maybe they're really giving or kind or they love their family or like just you're just like oh there's that drug addict yeah 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 and just like categorizing them and being like oh this person is now all the traits of someone who's an addict whereas like no that that's just like one part of who they are in their journey that's not necessarily the definition of this person right correct why is that a trait of being judgmental though like so you're minimizing everything else in someone's life to one trait why does that why is that a trait of being judgmental though i mean i think it's just easy to be judgmental to other people when you don't want to recognize the problems in your own life or like what you're doing wrong so it's like projecting or you also don't want to praise the other things that they're doing you're trying to minimize it to where you don't feel as bad about yourself well right to like make yourself feel more superior 
So I think another very common thing of a judgmental person is jumping to conclusions. Right. It's like assuming because someone does something that they're a certain type of person. Oh, or just, God. Assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. Right. That's the quickest to judge. Um, or just, again, like filling in the blanks. And that's what it is. Like jumping into conclusions, filling in the blanks of someone who like, you know. I bet they're doing this because of right. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Without just like letting their actions pan out. I would, Why I, is that you? I do that shit. And then I just work myself up. Oh my God. You do that all the time. Like you will create these fake scenarios and you get so lit. They're not fake. Oh, they they're are. potential <laughs> scenarios. I'm looking at all angles, baby. But you're looking at it from like a pessimistic place where you're just like, you know what? When this happens and they <laughs> screw us on this, I'm just like, Don, this is all made up in your head. <laughs> crank, the gear, crank. The, I'm cranking myself up. The gears yeah. are turning, baby. <laughs> no, I know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, and and it's not healthy for you. Like you just are in a darker place. And I feel like, why would you want to care so much about I got other that, people? And I, I got that boiling Italian blood in me, baby. Yeah, you're you are gonna I'm be gonna stroke out. No, I'm and gonna you're gonna out. be the old man who's like standing on the front hey, porch. Hey, like, hey. Get off my lawn. Get off get, my lawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get off the goddamn shed. So I mean, nobody's perfect though, obviously, as Hannah Montana says, nobody's perfect. So I feel like there are certain situations though where you get a free pass to judge people. And we asked you guys on Instagram and you guys had some like funny answers. But I agree with a lot of what you had said. So these are I feel like where you get a free pass to judge someone. John, start us off. Wow, thank you, Alex. You're letting me say the number one response. Yeah. All right. The number one response is how they treat the servers at a restaurant. But I 100% agree with that one. Well, you also were a server. Well, yeah, I was a waitress. I worked at P.F. Chang's, shout out. Like, if your meal is fucking late... It's not the but, server, yeah, like, you dick. I just feel like there's... Like, people can be so mean or... I don't, I don't know. I could like dive into about like tipping people or whatever, but I would go on dates with people and it was always a really good indicator to see number one, how they treated the server, but how they tipped them. And so like, I would always like give a side eye and try to see like, what are they tipping? I the literally, server? when we get the check, I give it straight to Alex. I'm like, you do the tip. That's not because you're not a good tipper. It's because you're not good at math. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? I know 20% for all, for everyone out there who's terrible at math. You just double, move the decimal no, and double it. No, fuck, yeah. that, that, fuck decimals. You just do $5 to every dollar. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. You do $1 <laughs> to every $5, right? So like if it's a $10 meal, give them $2, that's 20%. Yeah. I mean, that is, but it's easier just to move the decimal. No, it's not. Anyway, so how you treat the server or wait staff. I think how you treat anyone in general. Like you should treat the janitor the same as you treat yep. the CEO. Yep. Like everyone deserves the same respect. Yep. Another one, if they return the shopping cart. I'm like huge into that. Anytime I like get a shopping cart, I feel like someone's watching me and I'm going to be on a TV show. So I always return it. But like you, you just should. Well, Aldi also makes you right. Isn't that the one with the quarter? You put the quarter in. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You, you like put a quarter in to get a carriage and then you get the quarter back once you put the carriage back. Maybe. It's either Aldi or Lidl. Also, I just hate when I'm driving through a parking lot and there's just random carts that I could like potentially hit. <laughs> Or the wind will blow and they'll blow into my car. Just put your car back. Don't be a dick. Put your car Don't back. Don't be a dick. Um, only having selfies on their dating profile. I think that's a huge one. I'm like, if you're a person who only has selfies. Uh, no, uh, mm, I beg to differ. You're on that dating app for a reason. 
why do you need to see friends? Look at me. No, 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 no. I, I'm talking about like arm up selfies. Like you can't have someone take a picture of you and your dog from like afar or like in a mountain. I or... don't know. I Some people feel uncomfortable to asking someone else to take a photo for them. Maybe, but. I feel weird. Okay. okay, come take my photo. Then I'll change that. Someone who has mirror selfies with their shirts off. Okay. Because that's when I would judge. I'm like, if you have a mirror selfie with your shirt off, swipe left right away. If they smoke cigarettes sober. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think cigarettes are cool anymore, so... I mean, if you want to die young, do you? <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. How they behave when no one is watching. Yeah, like once all the... I don't want to say like once the cameras are turned off, but like once you're out of like a crowded situation or like once you're maybe not around a group of people anymore, and then you could see how someone acts. So how they eat their wings bone-in or boneless. <laughs> okay, so maybe, but I think it also depends on like the mood that you're in or who you're with. Because if I'm with you, I'm eating bone-in. But if I'm like out and I'm like trying not to mess up my makeup, I'm going to have a boneless wing. I don't really care. <laughs> okay. I, I eat either one. Eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, boneless. Bone-in is definitely better. The but way to like, go. Whatever. They're automatically a shitty person if they don't use turn signals. Agree. Accurate. <laughs> I thought this one was hilarious. Someone wrote in the type of couch that they own. Does it have built-in cup holders? Love that. No, see, Love like, because you recliner. You, that's what you want. You want like a movie theater seat. That's it. That's all that you want. Just like a movie theater seat. Yeah, for yourself. I want to. John doesn't want to sit next to me. He doesn't I don't want, want a it to be couch. aesthetically pleasing to the eyes. I want to be comfortable. Such a guy thing. Recline up. If I could have a built-in toilet, I would do that too. <laughs> People who put pineapple on pizza. Yeah. I hate this one because I love pineapple on pizza. Mm, that's weird. You don't? And you're Italian too. Like you're an embarrassment. You you're an embarrassment don't to your Italian you heritage. It. It's so good. It's like the salty and sweet. I like I would have judged people too until I tried it. And then I was like, wow. This you probably like like chunks of broccoli on your I was pizza like, this too. Slaps. The more toppings on my pizza, the better. You like ugh. I'm also the worst judge because I eat anything. People who chew with their mouth open. Yeah, that's yeah. gross. Like just etiquette. I don't want to hear the slapping around. It's like it's like in um, in The Bachelor when they like raise the mic volume to, so that you could hear their spit swap when they kiss. That yeah, or like their lip smacking or whatever. It's so distracting. If they don't pick up their dog's poop at the park. Those motherfuckers, you better pick that shit up. Yeah, pick think, it up. I think because we lived like where we had a lot of like walking traffic. And so people who didn't pick up their poop, it was just like always in the way. Pick up their poop, not their dog's poop. <laughs> Stop shitting if, on them. <laughs> if you're going to take a shit on the sidewalk, please pick up your own shit. <laughs> I'm sure that some of the shit that we walked past downtown was human shit. Oh, I'm definitely. Sure. For sure. For sure. Also, like, I'm so sick of <laughs> carrying Kobe's poop. Now I wrap it around his collar. See, that's just being a bully. No, you, I'm judging you, you for earn that. Earn your keep, Kobe. You shit. He shits no. three times per walk. You're gonna carry your poop. We should. We really should, though. Make like a fanny pack for him and put his own poop in there. I don't think it needs to. Don't be tell him our. Him. Don't tell him our idea. It's me, the dog fanny pack. Oh, this is a good one. If you consistently show up late. I hate when people try to act like that is a personality trait. And they're like, I'm just always late. Like, you're also a dickhead. You're also fucking rude. Yeah, like, you could show up on time to work. You can't show up to our lunch date. I'm almost positive those people who show up late to dates or, or like, functions are probably late to work. Oh, maybe, perhaps. But somebody who glorifies, like, being fashionably late, like, you're a fucking dickhead. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I've I've been late, you know, uh, enough times, but like when it's 
something consistent. No, and you're if making you're, people wait if on you're you. making it a point to show up late, like you're purposely doing it, like why? I don't think people are purposely doing it. There's literally people who do it purposely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like if ever if I'm ever late, it's usually because I just like I'm doing so much other. Shit. I want to pull polling right now who shows up late on purpose because I bet you there's people out there. Mm, okay, well I'll I'll uh do an Instagram poll. Ooh, this one Alex is gonna get me on this. Which way they face their toilet paper? Yes, you you always face it you, under. I, you know what I it used goes to over. I used to until Alex taught me this trick. Beards are cool, mullets are bad. So like the mullet would be it hanging in the back. I do that now every time it's my turn. Well, when I'm that like, wasn't my that wasn't my idea. That was like I saw it well, on Instagram. Whatever or you told me that. So like every time the toilet paper roll is empty, I have to say that in my head. I'm like, okay, okay, what was it again? Beards so you are know cool. Which way to face it? Yeah, just like Northeast, Southwest. I remember this in second grade. Miss Upshaw, my teacher in Connecticut, goes, this is how I remember like the directions. Never eat soggy weenies. I, to this day, <laughs> I, I use that. I thought it was that. waffles. Never eat soggy waffles. Why weenies? I don't know. Maybe some kid in my class switched Changed the word. For you. And that's what resonated with me. <laughs> You're like, it's Never eat soggy weenies. <laughs> yeah, no, don't eat soggy weenies. But real quick, I saw, though, that the toilet paper industry was the one who said that doing it in the front or like having it facing in the front was the correct way because you use more toilet paper when it's in the front. You use less when it's in the back. So they told you that it's supposed to be facing the front so that you would use more. Mm. Mm, a little fancy. A little, little fun fact there, yeah. huh? Wait, but I like this one because I do this. Uh, if you wear socks with sandals, I am guilty of doing that. Are they like the the toe sock? What's that? What's that sandal? Oh, like uh, the split. Yeah, the, the thong. The thong, thong sandal. Yeah. I mean. I do. Just what are you, a samurai? Yeah, but like also sometimes my feet are just cold, but like, and I don't feel like putting a sneaker on. Okay. And the last one, if you like Nickelback, I think that just goes without saying. Shout out to my friend TJ. Does he like Nickelback? Oh my God. I used to blast Nickelback in college. So those were some of your responses where, uh, you know, you feel like you do get a free pass to judge someone for, but what are some ways, John, that you feel like you could get over being too judgmental of a person? Looking inside of yourself, like realizing what you're doing, researching, like I did for this podcast. I'm like, shit, I think I'm listen judgmental. Listening to yourself talk to like when you see someone or when you are analyzing a situation, like what are you saying in your brain? What are you talking to yourself about? Yeah, being able to catch that, what a, what a good sign of self-awareness. Yeah, I mean, it's just listening to your inner self-talk. Like, even also, like, what are you saying to yourself? Are you like mean and judgmental to to yourself? You could fall into that. Your your subconscious right. just like going into, like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, or just like fuck fuck me. I'm an idiot and I'm ugly. You just need to be positive. Think yeah. more positive. Um, and just also giving people the benefit of the doubt. You know, by not assuming that they're doing this because of X Y Z. You know, just. Take a step back, mm -hmm. breathe. Accepting that like nobody's perfect, but there's always room for growth. I also think by cutting out like negative and toxic people from your life, like if there's a friend in your group who's always the negative Nancy or- Divorce me now. What? Divorce me now. Oh, you're talking about me you divorcing go, you. Go, you go, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're saying this, that you're the negative person. I know, I need to be better. I mean, I you're- uh, but I'm realizing it. Yeah, which is the step in the right direction. But I'll catch on when I'm like 65. But like no one likes to be around the negative or the pessimistic person. Every friend group has an asshole. I'm I'm that asshole. There's a difference between being an asshole and just like being 
judgment. Yeah, like if you're just if you're just yeah if you're being judgmental and rude twenty four seven, like yeah, no one wants to be around that. And by just like looking deeper into people's situations, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors or what they're dealing with. So put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, I'm sure we're missing a bunch of other things, but we don't have time for that. So (laughs) so we're gonna jump into our segment. Give it to me straight. Okay, Alex, what's email number one? All right, so let me just read this for you. We were married at 19, 20 years old, never dated or smashed anybody else before. Fast forward 15 years and the thought of smashing other people seems like a fun idea. So basically, we are wondering if having experiences with more than one person has been a good thing, bad thing. Should we have some fun in this new open relationship world we live in that's not quite as taboo as in the past? Are they? I'm confused. Are they married? Yeah, they're still married, but I think now they're open. They're in like a, mo- a more open relationship. We're treading on thin water here because I feel like this could upset a lot of people. Well, like, are you based off your religion, culture, whatever? So it's anyone could have a everyone's gonna have a different view on this but i think as long as you guys are on the same page about it like if if one party is open to hooking up with other people and the other party is not like that is not gonna be okay so pretty much keep it so cut and dry right there make it as simple as possible yeah if you both are on the same page if it makes you happy do you right yeah but if it's gonna cause you guys to get jealous or not trust the other person or like just you both have to set your own boundaries and guidelines for like whatever this is going to look like for you and then go from there. Like you both want to make sure you're on the same page. You have open communication. Here we go. Communication <laughs> about it. That way no feelings get hurt and there are no breaches in boundaries. So question number two, this this girl's talking to us about how she's dating her boyfriend and they've been dating for a while, but she notices that the family is pretty much not respecting her. They don't like her. They don't like them together. Uh, I guess the mom has actually sent photos to her son of other women, like maybe that he should be potentially dating besides her. You know, so there's not a lot of support from his side. I guess he's been defending her and like saying he wants a future with her. But I... I, Her question pretty much is like, she's uneasy. What should she do? Well, okay. So I feel like if you've already initially had this conversation with your boyfriend, like that's step number one. And... If he's communicating that to his family, that's great. Like you want him to be on your side. I could see where tension though really starts to affect your relationship with your significant other and is just a huge stressor. But I would then like, I think it comes, it, t- it might take a lot of balls for you, but I would then just approach his mom and be like, Hey, I love your son. Like what, like what is your issue? Or maybe, you know, maybe not like that blunt, but just be like, if there's something that you want to talk about. Pretty much is like, if you don't, if there's no reason or you don't know the reason, you need to figure out why. Right. So confront her or the father, the family. I mean, also talk to your significant other about this. Be like, I need to know why. Yeah. Because that could be the big stressor. Like, is it something that... Like you actually need to fix or they are they just doing this or are they just being judgmental of something that you can't control i don't know but it's something again that you need to get to the bottom of it and the only way to do that is really confronting the problem communication yeah confronting the problem figuring out a solution i mean unless you're just gonna you're gonna end up just keep going in the same circle with this without never knowing what's going on and you're gonna feel this anxiety if it doesn't get tackled or if if you don't get an answer i mean i I have anxiety right now like reading this question for you i know i'm just like oh i would hate that yeah okay and for question number three in the world of online dating how do you have meaningful conversations over an app without it being weird so again during the peak season of covid you're not really if this was happening during that time 
you wouldn't really be meeting in person. So stepping up from a dating app to what? FaceTime? Or just like, yeah, or phone calls. I think it's really tough to have meaningful conversations Through via like the text. app. Yeah, like you're getting your notifications maybe separately. Like I, I, you can I just, use something they say in five different ways. I just like personally wasn't having like super in-depth conversations in the app alone. Like if I wanted to pursue a further relationship with this person i would give them my number we would have conversations via text and then maybe a phone call um you know if you're not meeting them in person that's the way to do it but like if you really want to get to know someone you have to meet them in person but yeah i, I agree with do that. your due diligence and uh don't get murdered though so do your stalking <laughs> <laughs> and now on to my favorite topic subject would you rather so i'm going to go first alex I kind of collaborated with one of my old PT friends, Phil. My question to you is, I have to give you CPR. Would you rather have a 25% chance you live and nothing wrong with you or a 100% chance you live, like I resuscitate you, but you could have anything wrong with you between like, you could have nothing wrong with you or you could have like a broken rib or an aneurysm or something from me giving you CPR. Well, if you're just like breaking my ribs and there's a hundred percent chance that but I- you, No, you don't know. It could be just a broken rib. It could be an aneurysm. It could just be anything. It could be something very detrimental. Well, is it- is it going to be something though it could, that- It could like, be anything. So like it could be something that I then now have to like live with for the rest of my life. Yes. Again, the unknown is tough. I don't know. I don't know if I would rather take that risk. I guess I'll take the 100% chance and hope that it's just like a broken rib or like a punctured lung. True. You don't know. There's just many different things. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. All right. So okay. I respect that. Save me and we'll see what's wrong with me later. I got you. I will snap that sternum right, yeah. right in half. You say that all the time. One time John pretended to give me CPR. It's like the first time we started dating. Yeah. My friend, uh, she had cooked us dinner and it was Indian. It was so good, but it made me really gassy after. And John pretended to give me CPR. Like number one, you karate chopped me in the throat. So not I, really. You did. We were just jokingly. Like, we were just like messing around in the kitchen and John like hit me in the throat. So I like <laughs> fell to the ground being dramatic. So John pretended to give me CPR. He starts doing like fake chest compressions and ever with every pulse, I let out <laughs> a giant fart. I was like, this is the end. This is the end. Oh, uh, you were so appalled. I was like, I can't. And But you were, you gave me these eyes. You were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my God. That's probably the best part of your life that you were like, oh, I feel so relieved. Yeah, I was holding that in and I was like, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I farted in front of you. And you're like, this is the one. This, and then I he's, never, he's mine. I never stopped after that. Um, okay, John, would you rather eat the same meal for the rest of your life or give up social media? Give up social media. Are you fucking kidding me? Do I, is it, what, well, what is it? Do I have to just eat broccoli every day, every meal? I mean, you could choose. I already know I can't do it because that diet we did and I just had egg whites you every day. You could choose the meal. You could choose the meal, but you have to eat it. Can it be a genre? Food? Like if it's Mexican food? No, it, it has to be the same. So like if it is Mexican, you're getting like your fajitas no your body will reject it i'm no, no i no. swear so your body doesn't reject it you're fine you could survive but you have to eat the same thing give up social media okay are you crazy i don't know i was just curious i'll just ask you what's going on in the world of social media <laughs> what would you do when you poop i only look at your like social media accounts do? anyways what would you do when you pooped that's all that you do you is, like can i watch tv or is that social media <laughs> <laughs> anything with the screen you can't yeah still social media 
Good question, though. Okay, so that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, you could write in at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. But I do have a request. We would really appreciate it if you guys would rate and review our podcast. Preach. Five stars. Thank you. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. So you can find us on Instagram at Give It To Me Straight Podcast. And you can visit our website at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. Anything else, John? No, I think that's it. All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.